Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We've talked about homeowners associations before. John sent me notes to Steve. Check out the story from AtlantaNewsFirst.com. Homeowners Association sends him one dozen parking tickets, but he doesn't even own a car. So there's a guy who's in an HOA, and whenever someone parks near his house, he gets a ticket for it, except he doesn't own a car. But he feels he has to pay the tickets or he'd get in trouble. And so that's one of the problems here. But it turns out now that a senator from the metro Atlanta area has filed some bills there in Georgia to oversee homeowners associations and perhaps put an end to this kind of nonsense. Rachel Polanski wrote the article. For years, the Belmont Park Homeowners Association has been sending this man parking citations for cars parked around his property. The only problem is he does not own a car. He's got nothing to do with those cars. Nonetheless, he pays the fines because he's afraid that his local HOA could put a lien on his property if he doesn't pay it. It came to the point where I just wanted to sell the house and finish the nightmare, he said. Cases like his are one reason why a state senator has filed three separate pieces of legislation related to HOA reform, their crux being on resolving disputes outside the courtroom before legal fees start piling up. Because what happens is this. They hit you with a petty fine. They go, you owe us 25 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it might be. If you don't pay it, they go, oh, if you don't pay it, it doubles. And then it starts tacking on interest. And then if we're forced to come after you, you got to pay our attorney fees. And your attorney fees and your original fine and the penalties and interest, if they hit a certain point, we can simply slap the lien on your property for that amount. And if that doesn't get paid, we'll foreclose. And we'll end up owning your home. At a uh, homeowner association meeting this last year, residents were told all parking citation fees would be waived and reimbursed. So apparently... Enough people complained here at Belmont Park to get rid of that. But a year later, this man said that he's still owed $1,700. So they waived the fees, apparently, but didn't reimburse him for all the fees he paid. Now, he says they've offered him $600, but he said it doesn't come close to refunding all the money he'd already paid. Meanwhile, that HOA told Atlanta News First it would review the details of the situation and find a solution for his specific case. Horror stories are happening as we speak, the man said. Now, referring to the um, senator who's proposing the legislation, among those proposals is the creation of an ombudsman's office to handle HOA and homeowner disputes outside the courtroom. An ombudsman is an official, usually appointed by the government, who investigates complaints and attempts to resolve them some kind of negotiator or mediator. According to the Community Association Institute, seven states currently have ombudsmen's uh, offices or similar programs for HOAs. In Georgia, an HOA can put a lien on your home and file for foreclosure as soon as you owe $2,000. Another one of the bills focuses on limiting the HOA's ability to do that. They definitely don't need to impose fines, the senator said. The bills need to pass out of the Senate be considered for further debate in the House. That needs to happen by crossover day, which was yesterday. Uh, before buying in an HOA neighborhood, you should probably read and review the HOA covenants. These are among some of the tips here. The HOA board has to follow certain rules as well called the bylaws. Read and review them and see if the board is breaking its own rules. I get a lot of questions about HOAs, and a lot of people tell me that they sound unfair and almost like you get trapped by them. 
But the problem is this. If you buy a piece of property and it's in some kind of development, uh, you might guess that it's an, in an HOA. But sometimes it's not so terribly obvious. But it would be built into your deed. It would be built into the actual paperwork for the property. That's how the HOAs get the power and retain the power. So what happens is this. Imagine there's a big old piece of vacant land, 100 acres of vacant land, and somebody goes, I'm going to come in there and drop in, oh, I don't know, 100 homes. Okay, 100 homes on 100 acres. So we're going to put in streets and sewers and electrical, and then we start building these homes and selling these homes. The question is, who's going to pay to maintain the streets and the common areas in this thing? Let's suppose that among the 100 homes, they said you got to put in a couple parks, for instance, some green space. Who's going to take care of and maintain that? And so quite often, it's easier for the developer to have an HOA take care of it than it is to approach the city or village or municipality and say, I'm about to build 100 homes and I'm going to put a street in here. Will you guys maintain that street for me? They're likely going to go, no. No, if you put it in, you maintain it. So they create an HOA. And the HOA is built right into the documents when you buy the home. So the person who buys the home sees it because it's on the documents right there. And when they sell you the home at the closing, you should see it also. Now, I've met people and I've spoken to people who said, Steve, I bought a home, stack of closing papers like this, didn't have time to read them all. You're telling me it's buried in there? Yes. Now, I can tell you that in some states like Michigan, they're required to fill out, it's, it's a disclosure form that is literally one page. And it asks a bunch of straightforward questions that people should ask on their own. But this makes sure that the person does get asked the question and gives an answer that you can hold them to. And one of them says, is this piece of property within an HOA? Yes or no? So in Michigan, if you buy a piece of property now, you've got no excuse because there's a piece of paper that if they told the truth would say yes, okay? If it didn't say yes, if they checked no and it turns out it isn't an HOA, you can go back and complain and say, hey, you lied on that disclosure. So that's something to be aware of. I've been asked quite a few times when people say, but Steve, would there be any way to ever dissolve an HOA? Well, hypothetically, yes. And in fact, if you read the bylaws of most HOAs, they're almost like little constitutions. They describe how the HOA will be formed, how it will operate, what rules it will live by. And in there, it actually says that it can possibly be dissolved through a certain vote of so many people. But the problem you often run into then is who will maintain the streets and roads in the HOA and any common areas in the HOA if there are some, like I said, like a little park or something. Theoretically, they can be dissolved, okay? But I, I, I've told the story before, and I apologize for the few people who've heard it. I've lived under the reign of an HOA on two different occasions, one of which was a condominium that I personally owned in 1991, and I got myself on the HOA board because I didn't like the way the HOA board was operating, and I, I was trying to become the voice of reason on that board, and, and we actually, I think, settled things down a little bit because a couple other people came in at the same time I did, fairly large uh, HOA in terms of how many members they had. But quite a few years later, I, I wound up for a brief period of time living in an area that was governed by an HOA. And I got fined twice by them, twice, because I'd put my garbage out at night and they'd actually have somebody go around to the golf cart at like midnight. And if your garbage can had fallen over, 
They'd photograph your garbage can. They'd dig through the garbage to find out whose garbage it was. And they'd photograph something that showed your address. And then they'd send you a bill and say, you owe us 25 bucks because your garbage can fell over. Now, I put it out at the end of the thing standing up. And I would often go running in the morning and double check it. And both times, the garbage can was upright when I saw it. And they claimed it was knocked over. And I had to pay $25. And so I tried appealing that because it was an appeal process. And they just said, no, we got photographs and proof. It, it, it was on its side. You need to put your garbage cans upright. Now, I can't control if, if, a, if a raccoon decides to knock my garbage can over. I can't control if a neighbor kid decides to knock it over. I can't control it if the HOA guy in the golf cart gets bored and knocked it over himself. I don't know. And that's the kind of absurdity because here's the thing. If the garbage can got knocked over and the garbage man came by and emptied it out anyway, no harm, no foul. I understand the point that they don't want people throwing their garbage out there in heaps outside of garbage cans, but the fact that the can fell over a couple of times through no fault of my own. Um, so what I started doing then was trying to estimate roughly what time the garbage man came by. And I would literally drag my can out there, garbage can, uh, right before the people showed up. But a couple of days I missed it. I'm like, ah, shoot. So anyways, I, I'm, I'm familiar with how nitpicky and stupid these things can be. But I, I paid those because you don't want to become a lien on your property. But the biggest complaint, I think, and no one ever actually phrases it or frames it this way, but this is a part of it. If you get fined by the city for something, okay, you can go and fight it, and there's a whole process for that, right? If you get fined by your HOA, uh, the processes aren't quite as clear-cut as the ones that you have legally dealing with the legal system in America. Now, you can go read the rules and become an expert on the rules, and there is going to be a process in there for you to fight these things. But, of course, you are appealing to the HOA board and asking them to, in essence, reverse themselves. And, you know, in the, in the legal system, if you go to one place and they shoot you down, you can go someplace else usually and appeal what just happened. And that's what the senator's getting at with, we want to avoid these things going to court because that's the very next step pretty much is you go to the HOA board, they shoot you down. Fine, we got to go to court now. And so it, it escalates quickly, as they say. So I'd like to see more legislation like this get passed. Number one, to insert somebody else in the process who is not just the board reviewing themselves. And then I'd also like to see more uh, ways that people can avoid having to go to court to fight over a bunch of fines, especially the ones like this where the guy says, those aren't my cars. I'm not responsible for those cars. But what happens is the person with the golf cart drives by and goes, hey, there's a car parked in front of this house, hasn't got an HOA sticker on the windshield. I'm going to write a ticket. Well, if you write a ticket to the car and the car disappears, so you write the ticket to the home it's parked in front of. And the only way the guy could presumably make this stop would be to police his own curb and that is if someone parks in front of his house, he's going to go chase him away and go, hey, you can't park there. And they go, why not? Because if you do, I'll get a fine. Uh, okay, sounds like a problem. You've got a over there. Uh, good luck with that. I mean, <laughs> so it's, it's uh, a strange rule to begin with. But the way it's being enforced, of course, is unfair. And that is the hallmark 
of many HOAs. And by the way, I purposely said many because every time I talk about HOAs, I get at least one email from somebody who says, Steve, I'm in an HOA and it's run properly and we're happy with it. And in case you're curious, an HOA can keep things quiet and clean and organized in a neighborhood where the neighborhood looks nice. And that's actually one of the reasons a lot of people want to buy into these neighborhoods is they go, I drove to the neighborhood. The homes all look so nice. Everything looks so good. Then they buy in and they find out, oh, it's because there's an HOA here that's really, really strict on their rules. And uh, yeah, so it helped if you knew that going in. I'm a, I'm a big fan of disclosure and knowing what you're getting yourself into. So here, and John, thanks for sending it, from AtlantaNewsFirst.com, Rachel Polanski wrote that. The HOA sent him a dozen parking tickets when he doesn't even own a car. And the cars parked in front of his house weren't his, had nothing to do with him, but he had to pay thousands of dollars in fines. They said he'd, give him, he'd get his money back, but he hasn't gotten his money back yet. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. What do you mean you are a cat or a dog person? I don't know. Are you an inhale or exhale person?